Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Once in a Lifetime, the podcast where we watch real stories on Lifetime. Real fucking fucked up stories. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the number one question I walk away from this movie asking, well, maybe we should talk about what the movie is first before. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Also, that's Anne. Hi, I'm Anne. I'm Bridget. Uh, and this week we watched A Woman Scorned, the Betty Broderick story. This is a classic one for a me. This classic. is classic. This is a watched it with my grandma several times one. So this I mean, is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, it felt. Now, there's so much that happens in this movie and yet I wanted more. Yeah. And there is a second one. Oh, yeah. So, but like, what do you think they cover in the second one? The trial? Her trial? Probably hmm. her trial. Cause I do know her trial was a bit of a circus. Like I know it was just like a very dramatic yeah, trial. It was in the press a ton and everything. Yeah. So basically guys, this is based on true story. Betty Broderick murdered her husband and his new wife. And this is the story of how they got there. Oh boy. What the fuck happened? (laughs) So it stars Meredith Baxter, who is, what is she? Family ties. Family ties, of course. Elise. (laughs) And then we've got Reverend, whatever, pervert from Seventh Heaven, Stephen Collins. Chester, Chester. Fucking (laughs) asshole. Yep, that guy sucks. They are playing Betty and her husband, Dan. Now, they're very rich. Yeah, they're already like super wealthy. So wealthy. Basically, the movie opens and Betty's at her son's soccer game. And she's so into what's going on that I thought she was the coach. Same. For a really long time. Same. (laughs) But no, she's just, excuse me, a super devoted mom. Dan comes in in his, his fucking red little sports car. And he's like, sorry, I'm late. But I just won a case for got a guy a settlement for three point six million dollars, and she's like, "And we get twenty five percent of that." Woo-hoo. Yeah, she's like, "We are loaded now, baby." Cut to them getting ready. Wait, is this when they're getting ready to go to the party? <laughs> yeah, he is dressed like a magician. Yeah, but like an old timey magician, an old timey yeah, like- one. With the big cape cape and the top hat. Yeah, like like the red satin lined cape. Oh boy. And he was like, I look fucking good and I know it. It's like, no, man, you're dressed like a fucking tool. You look like, why don't you just cosplay as the Monopoly man, you fucker? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) So they go to this very fancy party. Uh, Betty is wearing a very shiny gold jacket. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of weird, weird stuff. In There's this. a lot of like gold lame in this. I, it's yes. just, you know, when was this made? Good question. It feels very 80s, but I don't know if that's just I know, because... but this era of Lifetime movies can feel weird. I, I think it was either late 80s or early 90s. 92. Okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, but boy. there's just a lot of that really awful... Some would say that might be like uh, some being me, 
that kind of <laughs> era is like the worst for fashion and that's all what's oh, coming yeah. back and i don't fucking get it I have two things to say about this. One is that everyone at the party just picture an episode of the Golden Girls where they go to like a fancy place and they're all wearing like the heaviest looking sequined dresses. Yes, that's exactly. That's exactly. And I, I also just want to say that I was watching an episode of the Big Fat Quiz of the 80s. which is only one episode. So British comedians talking about like doing trivia basically. And I don't even know who one of the panelists was, but they showed a picture of her in the eighties and everyone was like, why the fuck do you look 20 years older in that picture (laughs) that you do right now? And she's like, it's literally the hair. It's the The hair. And like women wore their hair and their makeup too was like, yeah so fucking weird like it would make a 14 year old look like she was 45 yeah I don't I mean maybe that was like the thing is like you wanted to look older when you were a teenager but like why do you want to look like a fucking (coughs) mom and Betty's hair is so 80s like blonde like it's kind of toned but it's also kind of yellow in spots yeah and it was like the karen cut of the of the early 90s the mom haircut to go with the jeans yeah essentially yeah so they're at this party and they run into i don't know some guy and his wife the guy had like recommended dan for a job and dan's like thank you so much bt dubs i got you something and it is two tickets to Paris yeah. join us next Thursday these people are like what now and Betty's like who's this <laughs> like you did <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I did think it was hilarious because they go off to dance right afterwards and he's like why are you mad and she's like it's just irritating as shit that you keep doing all these grand gestures yeah like on the one hand if somebody was like, oh, hey, um, next Thursday, I'll take you to fucking Hawaii for yeah. a week. Actually, it would need to be somewhere for like a foreign country because then you have a passport issue. Like, yes. what if their passports aren't up to date? I don't have a passport. If somebody was like, we'll go to Europe next Thursday, I'd be like, OK, are you paying for like the super the fast passport? Thing? Yeah, because I'm fucking not. Ridiculous ridiculous oh and then she said then the they meet back up with them at some point and she said something about how it's her manicure day her she was like when he first tells them about it she's like yeah because everyone's so uncomfortable with this insane thing he just said that she's like haha thursday why that's when i go get my nails done you know that you silly boy Oh boy. So I guess they do go. We don't see them like actually go on that trip or not, right? Just like cuts yeah, to no. him at the office. Him at the office with Milton, Milton from Office Space. <laughs> and he's a dirty Except dog in this. A real dirty dog. He says, I'm getting a divorce. Me and Susan, we're donezo. Donezo, bunzo. I forget what they were talking about, but Milton asks him, 
you're gonna oh 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 so dan has to go home because it's like a cub scout meeting or something that he's supposed to run that night yeah and melton says are you going to teach him how to start a fire by rubbing a doctor's legs together what (laughs) (laughs) no I feel like I'm pretty good at getting understanding jokes and like puns. But what does that mean? Are you okay? I'm trying to find the. <laughs> and is um, inhaling too much air and choking. Bam, bam. Too much air. Inhaling oh too much air. Yeah, it's just too much extra air. Anyway, any thoughts on what that means? No. Uh, it's just weird and a, a, I don't know. It seems like a fucking nineties thing to say, like a stupid, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a skeezy thing for a skeezy guy to say in a skeezy time. Absolutely. Yes. Because Dan's response is that's brutal. I like it. Oh, God, I know. He's the <laughs> fucking like smarmiest. Oh asshole. yeah. Full. Ugh. He fit the, this role perfectly. I fucking hate this guy. You know what else he's great in? The Office. He plays Andy's dad, and he's such a dick. Oh, oh he's the worst. He's just like the worst. Ugh. At least with these characters, I don't feel like I'm being bamboozled as much as I do like thinking about watching episodes of Seventh Heaven, where it was like a good dad. Yeah, don't bamboozle yeah. me, sir. Ooh, he's so fucking gross. Is he in prison? I or... don't know. I don't probably care not. He probably paid a yeah, fine. He probably paid a fine. And it was probably like statute of limitations or some mm-hmm. bullshit like that. Ugh. Anyways, um, here we yeah. are at the Cub Scouts meeting. And about two seconds into teaching them how to put up a tent, he gets a phone call and then proceeds to spend the next three hours on the phone. Like the yeah. Cub Scouts go home. Yeah. And then she walks in on him, like laughing on the phone. And he's like, Dan, <laughs> the way you said this, he's like, Dan, did you really say that? Stop. You're making my sides hurt. <laughs> Such an asshole. I hated him so much. I, yes. Ugh. He was very unlikable. And I just felt like in real life, both of these people were probably so intolerable. Stop it. <laughs> oh, I know. I know both of them because she is batshit crazy. We'll get into some of Betty's behavior soon enough, but holy shit. They're both just like poking each other it's- nonstop. <sighs> It was, there was, it made me mad. (laughs) All of it made me mad. So he stays on the phone the whole meeting. He doesn't even like get off the phone to tuck his kid in, which the mom had told him that he would. So when he goes up to go to bed, their bedroom door is locked. And one of his daughters is like, here you go, dad. And gives him a blanket and pillow. Yeah. Was she just doing that because she noticed? Or was her mom like, you stand here when he goes up here? No, I feel like her that's normal and so her daughter was just like nope well I know mom's pissed she's gonna lock dad out of the bedroom because this is how she does and like he's gonna need a pillow and blanket right I've Um, got him extra in my closet because (laughs) I know he's gonna need them all the time so the next time we see them she's picking him up from the airport he's coming back from some kind of business trip Hmm. he is a malpractice attorney 
Mm-hmm. So in real life and in this movie, he went to medical school and was doing his residency. And then he was like, JK, I'm going to go to law school. I know where the money is. <laughs> so it must be nice. I'm sure he didn't have any student debt. He can go fuck himself. Yeah. Uh, so she takes him to the skeeziest looking afternoon St. Patrick's Day party that appears to be his work. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was his office. It was... Yeah, it looked like an 80s office. It was so gross. Everything was wood paneling, but not in any kind of good way. No, not in the 70s way. Not in the good 70s. No. Excuse me. The room was so smoky. Mm -hmm. And I was was just thinking about how insane that is that everybody used to smoke inside. Like in elevators and shit. Insane. And on airplanes. And on airplanes? On airplanes? Are you? Oh, yeah. Like, what I'm the so fuck? Stupid. <laughs> We're so stupid. Like, I vividly remember the uh, ashtrays at Oakland Mall from when I was mm-hmm. little. They were like the little stone ones that they were like set up all over. I vividly remember. And there would use them because they were smoking inside the mall. <laughs> there was a mall in Ann Arbor. It's closed now. It was like a strip mall. So it had mm-hmm. indoor and outdoor stuff. And even like 10 years ago, they still had ashtrays all over the walls outside. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Anyways, they're at this party and hubba hubba ding ding. Boy, yo, 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 <laughs> A young blonde. Now, we only know she's young because they say so. <laughs> because it's this era. She looks 45 years yeah. old. Yeah. Um, she's apparently like 19. She's like 20, yeah. right? She's really young. So Dan Which, can't stop staring at I'm her. Go so ahead. sorry to interrupt, though. I mean, that's got to be close in age to his oldest daughter. Right? Or if you're totally right, because she's about to graduate high school. <laughs> um, so he can't stop staring at her. And Betty notices this. Like, she's right yeah, there. Yeah, because he's drooling like a fucking dog. Like, can you it's make insane. it any more obvious, Dan? My God. Can you make it any more obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you guys, before we started recording, Bridget had this filter on where he was a... <laughs> The fanciest little potato in a potato field (laughs) with like a bright pink ponytail and a purse, maybe some earrings. I don't know. Probably just really fancy and funny. I keep thinking about it. (laughs) It was pretty funny when you sang that. I pictured you as the potato singing that. It just made me really happy. Anyways, sorry I keep interrupting. Oh no, I love it. (laughs) Um. So then we cut to. They're on a ski trip. Like, just picture every rich family in the 90s, 80s and 90s. Like, they do all that shit. Yeah. Um, they get into the <laughs> nitpickiest little fight and are just awful to each other in front of their children. In front non-stop. of everyone. Like, there are other people there, too. His brother? His brother, yeah. Uh, and, like, his wife. And they are just so hateful like please don't fight in front of your kids like that it's okay to like disagree and have your kids know that you guys are arguing and whatever like 
kids need to know that fucking people argue. But like <laughs> they're disparaging each other so yeah, that much. was not good good news right there. That was pretty gross. Pretty gross. Yeah. And the way the kids react, you can tell like this is old hat for them. They see yeah. it all the time. Then he hires what's her name? Linda. Linda. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> is anybody even named Linda anymore? No, Bridget or Bridget. Ella and I were talking about this the other day, like certain names that you just mm-hmm. do not hear anymore at all. Yeah. I mean, I have an aunt Linda, but we all have an aunt Linda. I mean, I don't have an aunt Linda, but we all have an aunt Linda. I had a lot of mom's friends named Linda. Let me yes. tell you. Um, so he hires Linda, the young hot thing, as his new legal assistant. Because mm-hmm. she was just like filling in for somebody or doing secretary work yeah she was filling in for uh forget her name but it's the mom from that 70s show oh yeah kitty i don't know her real name (laughs) kitty deborah joe rupp (laughs) how did i fucking (laughs) (laughs) that poll you guys she said it and then she looked scared like who said that Your eyes got so big, like what? <laughs> I was just surprised. I know it. That really did come out of nowhere. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, so then, uh, Betty and her friend that they went to Paris with—they're out shopping, and they run into Susan Milton's wife, and she's like, "Well, the bastard did it. He filed for divorce." <laughs> But I'm out shopping because it makes me feel better, doesn't it? (laughs) She literally (laughs) says that. (laughs) I feel like Toys Now, so far this episode, I've done it and you've done it where we kind of do an impression of the mom at the beginning of Sleepaway Camp. (laughs) That laugh really sounded like it. She's like, why, yes, I think I even have a whole bag. (laughs) That lady's my favorite actress. (laughs) Oh, my god oh guys we're off the rails okay now the next day or some morning she grabs a bottle of champagne and two (laughs) champagne glasses and just gets in her she had the ugliest car (laughs) the ugliest car with the best license plate i know tell us what it said that load me up but without the a yeah l-o-d-e me up do you think that was a really small detail they'd had to put in the movie or did they just like make that up because i have questions either way such a weird detail loan me i mean like they showed it like three times. <laughs> they were like this is a clue but it wasn't oh my god oh, oh my gosh. sorry i am like cry laughing right now <laughs> she goes so she takes the champagne and the champagne glasses to his office and this other receptionist is like oh he's not here <laughs> they went out to lunch it's his birthday and betty's like you know shit yeah I'm I his know wife. I'm his fucking wife 
And she's like, oh, well, he went to lunch with Linda, but they should be back soon. So Betty says she'll wait. And she waits all day and all night. Uh, she waits in his office that Linda has decorated oh, right. to the ninth. And there's at least two empty bottles of champagne. On yep, the and half-eaten cake. Yeah, that part is less interesting, but I was mad they didn't finish it. <laughs> Don't disrespect. Good. Oh boy. So when she gets home, no, he gets home. She's waiting on the porch for him, and then she just like starts walking toward him as he's walking up, and she's like, yep. "Blah!" Like freaks out on him. Yeah, just and in to the be fair, the yard. he's saying like, "I'm not having an affair. I promise." But where was he? And why didn't Linda ever go back to the office? Right. Because he was having an affair. Yeah. I mean, they made it seem like it didn't start until later, but I think that was bullshit. Yeah. So Betty does her first truly insane act. (laughs) She looks at him while lighting a match, says, liar, liar, pants on fire. And then literally lights a bunch of his pants on fire. Just right there in front of I'm the alive. house. Close to the house. Well, she to- does many things to a house. <laughs> yeah, that's that setting the pant fire like out of regulation fire code is probably the least insane yeah. thing she, she does I from this fully point. Of. Agree. Oh my god. So he goes golfing with his brother. No. I didn't catch this and I couldn't be bothered to rewind it. But did his brother say something like she's been threatening to divorce you since the honeymoon or something? Oh, I didn't pay attention to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just Oops. like, because otherwise there's oh, no yeah, like, she... lead up to her behavior. She just yeah. goes from like zero to maniac. I think maybe, maybe they're just setting up that. Yeah. She's just dramatic. Yeah. All the time. And she always has been. They're at a country club playing tennis with friends. And he gets, he's on the phone with Linda. And she's like, oh, they're talking about getting this car he really wants. Yeah. And then the next day she like finds it. Yeah. She finds one that's kind of far away, but it's ready to be sold to him. If he's ready. Then he stands up. Puts on his sunglasses. With a giant boner. (laughs) So seriously. (laughs) Yeah, puts on his sunglasses. The scream from CSI. Yep, yep. (laughs) And he's like, want to take a ride? Oh, God. I couldn't think of what David... Caruso. Caruso. Let's see... I was thinking Carradine, which is the opposite of what happened last time. These guys are always coming up. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) Okay, so after this, what happens? Oh, Kitty confronts. Well, first off, he go he takes his car home. Oh, yeah. And uh, Betty is like, well... (laughs) Oh, I know right. you're. I know you're having a midlife crisis. I hope this helps. Basically, like, yeah, she's like, I don't know why you're not happy. Like, maybe it's me, but probably not. I don't know what your problem is, but like, hopefully this. Car hopefully helps. this is it. I I think this will be the answer that you're like for. Yeah, it's not because it doesn't have a vagina, Betty. Sorry, it's 
Also, that's insane. If you think your partner is like depressed, you don't go like, no, I hope this thing you bought makes you feel better. Let me know. So then the next day, yeah, Kitty from that 70s show, she confronts Dan and she's like, hey, it's not cool that Linda's only been here six months and she already makes more money than any of the rest of us. And has her own fucking office. Yeah. And like doesn't know how to type. And he gives, you know, a couple excuses. She doesn't need to know how to type. No, she has a different she's doing job. Research. Yeah. She has a different job than you sucking my dick. Yep. Um, and then so she quits and she says, you really ought to think about how you treat people. All people, not just the ones you think are special. Like, yeah, kitty. Burn. Then it's fucking Christmas. And it seems like they're getting toward the end of Christmas morning and Dan picks up a small box, pretends he's going to give it to one daughter, then the other daughter, then he gives it to Betty. Betty's so excited. She opens it and she is livid. Why? Because she, uh, she wanted another one. Yeah. He bought the wrong ring. And I think this one he got was more expensive, right? mm -hmm. So I get it. You're both crazy. She told you specifically which one she wanted. Fine. You didn't listen to her. But he tried to get you the one he thought was nicer because it was more expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It was also 5,000 more. It must have been like $50,000. Right. Because that thing was shiny. Yeah. And the kids Eddie. are just like, cool, Merry Christmas, mom and dad, while you're fucking sitting here screaming at each other. Again. She literally like screams in his face and then stomps up the stairs. Merry Christmas, you maniac. Um, so now they go out to dinner and he's like, hey, um, I'm leaving you. <laughs> I'm moving yeah. out. Uh, I don't know how long. Uh, uh, but she's like, oh, until you like feel better about our marriage. And he's like, I'm never coming back. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I will feel better about it because yeah. you're crazy. And I'm an asshole. But now, I mean, Betty's obviously not happy about this. She starts to really go down the crazy hole pretty quickly after this. Yes. What she starts doing something that is maybe the worst. Well, it's not the worst parenting thing I've ever heard, but it is so gross to me that she did this. She drops the kids off one at a time on like different days to live there with him. And doesn't tell him that she'll be bringing them and doesn't make sure that he will be home. Or wait with them until he gets there. She just drops them off and makes them sit on the porch until he gets home and it's dark outside. Yeah. And she starts with the youngest kid. So like not even the oldest kid could be there to like let him in. Really, really fucked up. I couldn't yeah, it's really fucked get up. over this. Um, she tells her friend this plan. She's like, yeah, I'm dropping the kids off one by one. Uh, so he'll see like how much work I've had to do or whatever. And also I'm going to buy this house. Um, so she wants to buy a new house. She's a maniac. She's got this crazy plan that like she's always wanted an ocean house. And so if she gets the ocean house, that will that will bring him back to her. Now, 
the next thing she does, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. So she goes over to where Dan is living with the kids while he's not home. And she's like, oh, we can't do anything right. You guys don't have any food. Everything's gross. Oh, what's this cake? And the littlest kid makes the mistake of telling her that Linda made it for them. Betty goes upstairs. What does she do, Anne? It's so crazy. She smears the cake all over his clothes, the bed, the furniture, things, like stuff goes crazy on the photos, like breaks pictures, it crosses him out. Yeah. Nut, it's insane. Nutty, nutty stuff. And his kids know that she did that. Because they've been like waiting for him to get home. So I just couldn't believe how much she did in front of them and didn't seem to think it would like alter their opinion of her. No, she never thought anything she did was weird. Like never. No, no. Even at the very end, she's like, I don't regret anything. I don't regret anything. Um, then he serves her with the divorce papers. She goes right over to his house, breaks in. And just starts destroying everything. She's Dest- knocking shit off the walls. There's like, a conveniently placed can of spray paint. <laughs> yeah, there's spray paint all over like the dining room table. I thought she would have sprayed like rotten hell pig yeah. or whatever, but she did just like swirls. And then at one point she wrote, hi. Hi. <laughs> like, with a little really yeah. fucked up. Uh, I mean, like she that's like bases, something like, like one of the Manson family would do is like, hi, with a smiley yeah, face. Absolutely. It's crazy. So the next time we see her, she's at the attorney, like her new attorney's office. And this lady's like, hey, um, you should never do something like that again, because that's not going to help us in the divorce. And Betty's like, don't judge me. You yeah. don't tell me what to do. She has a restraining order too. Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Against her, obviously. Yeah. Dan wants to sell. They have three houses now. So Dan wants to sell one of them. They got an offer for 325. And even though apparently she'd earlier been like, yeah, like around 340 seems good. Now that they have this offer that's pretty close, she's like, one million dollars. And I won't take a penny less. Like, wait, I know, I know my worth. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, get it, girl. (laughs) Um, the daughter, it's Thanksgiving, and the oldest daughter like wants to go be with her boyfriend. She doesn't want to have dinner with her dad and his girlfriend. So he kicks her out. Yeah, he's like, bye, get the fuck. It's so rude. It's so rude. Like, why don't you say, Oh, invite him in for dinner, and then you guys can go out after we eat. Yeah. Who cares? Who gives a fuck? If you walk out that door, don't you dare come back. (laughs) Uh, I'm 16. (laughs) What are you thinking? So she goes to her mom's and her mom is leaving insane messages for her dad. Right? Uh, I don't think at this. She's calling attorney. Like she's trying to call attorney. This is where she meets Jerry. 
This is where she, the, she for she goes to her mom's house and like it's Thanksgiving oh, and Jerry, Jerry's her mom's there. like boyfriend is there and she's like, wah, wah. Now he's there later too. Yeah. He was just dating this woman who was like completely unhinged. Completely crazy. Doing crazy. insane shit. I guess. Can you imagine some like dating somebody like that who would just be talking about their ex like with hate all the time. Oh, oh my God. It'd be impossible. It'd be so horrible. My goodness. Um, so then maybe it's like, she's staying with her mom for a while. So it's not the same day. And I just got confused. Um, because the next thing we see is Betty on the phone. She's like trying to get a lawyer and no one will take her on as a client. So then she calls Dan and leaves him this ridiculous message. Mm-hmm. Um, she calls him a rotten son of a bitch. Um, and she now thinks that like he he has made it impossible for her to get a lawyer because he is a lawyer and he runs the town. I don't he know runs why she the thinks law he has this in power. This town. It's so crazy. She's having a dinner party. She gets a phone call from her high priced lawyer. She makes yeah, sure from to her high priced lawyer. And then she just gets off the phone. She's like, I understand. Thank you. She gets off the phone, goes back and is like, all right, peace, guys. I got to go. I'll be back. I have to go talk to Dan. Yeah. Don't worry about it, though. (laughs) Like you guys can hold down the fort, right? Cool. So she goes to his house. She's violating the restraining order. And the reason she's so mad is because he sold the house without talking to her. He just sold it out from under her. Who cares? So they are fighting. And we think, oh, she's finally going to drive away because she peels out. No, wait, no, what? no. Am I skipping stuff? Yeah. This is when, so she left to go to his house. Mm-hmm. Nobody's there or she thinks nobody's there because it's Christmas. And this is when she, right, goes into the house at Christmas. Mm, it's a little bit after or is that, that after yeah okay because this oh, is when right. she she does confront him and he is there because he's like i don't know what to tell you like yeah yep. so he just like goes into the house he's not going to talk to her he tells the girls to go back in the house so betty gets in the truck backs up and drives as fast as she can into in, the house. Yes. With her kids her children inside. You don't know how far away from the door they got. Yeah. Didn't she like repeatedly do it too? Yes. She literally, she hits the house, backs up, and then goes again. And, and then knocks, it's like, like you know what? Let's give it another old college try here. See if we can do a little better. So he loses his mind and like grabs her out of the truck. They start physically fighting. The police immediately show up. I mean, it's a rich neighborhood. They they start to grab her and she's like calling them Nazis and saying like, I don't need you. (laughs) Totally insane. Yeah. And again, her kids are all there watching right this. there and the oldest daughter like is kind of trying to go to her mom and he like grabs her from behind and hugs her and he's like i'm so sorry like i have to let them take her but i thought that was a very sweet moment even though i hate these guys mm-hmm. now this is when they're all going out for christmas and she breaks yeah. into the house after sitting outside of it for a long time 
she's staring at the tree and then her daughter walks in she's like mom you have to stop doing this please <laughs> stop Although stop breaking at this into dance point house. I mean, listen, this is 1992. Let's even say mid eighties. This happened. Yeah. They had alarm systems and Dan, you're rich motherfucker. You would think after your crazy ex-wife repeatedly breaks into your house and you have a restraining order, you might invest in some home security. Maybe it's insane that he does not. Maybe. So eventually. Katie's like the oldest daughter. She's kind of talking to her and she's like, mom, come on. Like, you can't be here. You have to go. And Betty's like, is this one? Is this present for me? Oh, is this for me? And she starts like maniacally unwrapping these presents manically and maniacally. Oh boy. It's bonkers. And then the one she's like, is it mine? Is it mine? Is it mine? And her daughter's like, don't open that. And then she slaps her across the face. Yeah, the mom slaps the daughter. Yeah. Whoo. And then she's like, that was a present for you. I mean, at that point, Katie, just let her open it. She's going through something. Jesus. So now they're in court and she says to the judge, what is this mother rush? (laughs) (laughs) And then this is when she said, Dan controls the legal system. That's an insane thing to say. He's a medical malpractice attorney. Like, how much power you think they got, honey? Right? Not like a fucking DA. She, like, it's no custody because she doesn't show up for the final hearing. So the judge just grants yeah. the divorce and she doesn't get custody. Um, then she tries to like call her old friends and they're like, mm, no, thanks. We've been hanging out with Dan and Linda and we think they're cooler. So we're all set. Yeah. And she just starts. We see that she's leaving like more and more crazy, crazy messages. And her son is just listening to them <sighs> at, at the dad's house, leaving little listening to her leave these messages like and he picks up like you can see him like I hate that this is happening and he's like works up his courage and he answers the phone and he's like mom please stop it really makes me feel well, he says it makes me feel funny inside which I didn't like <laughs> like he knows how to say like it makes me feel bad this is making me feel like shit yeah please stop and she's just like well it's your dad's fault why are you mad at me this is all your dad's fault and he just ends up like dropping the phone and running upstairs after he tells her that she doesn't say anything nice anymore. It's like, oh, that's so sad. Mm-hmm. I wonder um, like what kind of uh, if her sons got married, I wonder what kind of women they ended up marrying. Oh, boy, that's an interesting question. Very domineering or the total opposite. Yeah. Probably one of each. Yeah. I bet you're right. <laughs> this thing <laughs> happened to me again where I feel like the last time we recorded, it looked like there was a face on the chair behind you. Anne's got dark hair and then her headphones and then a dark jacket behind her. And for just a half a second, I was like, wow, Anne, you have so much volume in your hair. That, does look, like, like, that does look like a face behind me though, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a spooky. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I just thought it was hair, but now it's a haunted skeleton. Now it's a scary face. <laughs> okay, so Dan and Linda are at this fancy party where he becomes like the president of the bar association or some shit. And while they're dancing, this party where they don't seem to know anyone else, he proposes to her. Yeah, essentially a work party. Yeah. How romantic. Why would you do that? Because he's an asshole. I, he doesn't care about women and what they After want. learning of their engagement, Betty takes her four kids to the beach. And she says to them, like, sorry, your dad doesn't love you anymore. Here are some you- ways that your dad's new marriage is going to just fuck your life up forever he's gonna have new kids and he's like not gonna be interested in you guys anymore but i'll always be here for you even though he doesn't love you oh boy then dan basically has the same conversation with them but is like hopefully me getting married will help bring your mom back to earth (laughs) and the one daughter very 90s fashion is like not likely and blows her bangs up thanks so dad (laughs) oh boy and boy, is she right, because the next thing we see is her buying a gun. Yep. Not good. She's still leaving crazy messages while she's wearing sometimes just the most beautiful pajamas I've ever seen and sometimes the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It was a real mixed bag. But two of the things she says in these messages are insane to me. And the first one is, are you with the horn now? Oh, you know what? I bet she said whore now. <laughs> Not horn. <laughs> but I swear that must be what the closed captioning said. Because why would I think Oh that? my God. And the other one. <laughs> I hope this doesn't end up being an obvious thing. I swear she said, are you making it with the dog meat on the stairs? Oh yeah, she did call her doggy. And I did think that was pretty mean. But it's like, is it is it like meat from dogs or is like meat you feed dogs? Either way. (laughs) All right, so we need some clarification. (laughs) We need some clarification here. Dear Meredith Baxter. what way was this an insult? <laughs> Please be specific. <laughs> Please advise. Okay. This whole time, he doesn't change his phone number. And I guess maybe he needs to be able to stay in contact with her or whatever. But it's still crazy to me that they didn't just like not have an answering machine. Have anymore. like an unlisted number or something. Yeah. But now he picks up the phone at one point. And he tells her he's instituting a fine policy and he's going to take all these fines out of the monthly alimony he pays her. Which is like $16,000 a month. It is something insane. So crazy. It made me furious. Um, But as an attorney, he knows he cannot do that. Right. The court doesn't let you just go like, well, I charged your bunch of fines. I don't like this thing you're doing, so I'm (laughs) fining you. Ex-husband, ex-wife. Oh, boy. Um, Katie is graduating from high school, and they're at the ceremony, and because it's the 90s, everyone has a giant camcorder or a camera that you have to get up from your seat and stand right in front of the kids to take pictures with Mm -hmm. them for some reason. Mm -hmm. 
So obviously Dan and Linda are up there at the same time as Betty. Betty notices Linda and just her instinct is to hold the camera in Linda's face and just start taking pictures and never stop. And just follow her around and keep doing that. Because insane. That is like, it just shows you how nuts and off her rocker she was to be doing this at her daughter's graduation with an audience they were literally like in front of the stage everyone insane now linda does say i don't want to ruin kate's day as much as you seem to want to but if you point that thing at me again you're going to be photographing the inside of your throat and i was like i like you yeah linda was ready for this to be over And now Linda's really ready for it to be over because the next crazy thing Betty does is steal the guest list for the wedding. For their wedding. So the calligrapher can't get it. So they take her to court over this because she's like, you have to change the locks. You have to report this. And he's like, well, we don't have any proof. So I'll change the locks, but we can't like say she filed the restraining order. But they end up in court and the judge says, if she doesn't give the list back, He's telling Danny doesn't have to pay alimony. You're anymore. off the hook for alimony. Yeah. Alimony till me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, comedy bang bang. Oh boy. That's delightful. And that's what happens. Cause Betty says, I don't know where it is. Now later we learn that she's calling everybody on it that she knows and asking them why they're going. <laughs> hey. I uh, heard you're going to Dan and Linda's wedding. Mind if I ask what the fuck? I could never confront someone like that. How? I mean, the audacity. I guess there is a sh- like an impressive is impressive the right word. <laughs> impressive amount of just like determination in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> If she had determination to do something nice for someone, she'd be great. She could change the world. She could change the world. Oh, boy. But she doesn't. She doesn't do anything good. So Linda then breaks into Betty's house and finds this manuscript. Everyone is breaking into everyone else's houses now. But she finds a manuscript that's like about. It's like her autobiography. Yeah. But Linda says, like, this shows that she's insane. That she's fucking nuts. So she was writing a truthful autobiography, and then I drove my car to his house thrice. (laughs) (laughs) So Dan's like, look, some of us need to be sane. So can you not steal shit from her anymore and, like, take that back? When she takes it back, she finds, or when she's there to steal it, I don't remember. She finds a Christmas card. She opens up the Christmas card. On one side, it says, like, don't we look alike? Merry Christmas. And then on the top is a picture of Betty and Dan. And on the bottom is a picture of Linda and Dan. What? She was sending those to other people? Yeah, I think so. Insane. And she made extra. There's just one laying around. Oh, boy. 
I mean, what would you do if like one of your friends who was like going through a divorce lost their shit like this? What would you fucking do if they like went totally obsessive about their ex? And what like if you were like, hey, uh, can you pump the brakes for a hot second? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I try to be Susan and still be supportive, but even peppering in some of what Susan says later. Yeah. Like peppering that in throughout. So it's not a big surprise when I say, Hey, do you think maybe it's time you moved on? Jesus Christ. Um, (laughs) insane. I, I couldn't like, how could you talk to that person anymore? I don't know. I don't know. Dan and Linda get married. People show up, even though Betty's called them all and accused them of being terrible people. Um, the kids look really happy at the wedding. They see Dan and Linda get in the limo or whatever. And then we see Linda walking on the beach, talking about how she'd never been more depressed. And from that day on, she never wanted to get out of bed again. Um, so Betty asks for visitation with the kids because she doesn't have any yeah he's like okay we can do supervised visits um right as long as yeah he was like i'm willing to grant i think it was even temporary custody as long as you don't lose your shit like that's basically oh that's right he's like get your shit together he was like just don't fucking go crazy uh and do anything insane like Mm -hmm. all of these other things you've been doing and I don't think there'll be a problem. And then she immediately loses her shit on him. And it's like, how dare you? <laughs> like, yeah. Ugh, like, what do you He want? wants to give me supervised visitation. It's like, you don't have any. Isn't don't that any? better than nothing? You don't want to see your kids? Okay. Like, do you want CPS to say you can't see your kids? Because that's right. what's going to happen. Shocking. That after driving a car into a house that they were inside of, she was still allowed to see them, by the way, and that she didn't no. stay in jail. Um, so this is when Susan is kind of like, look, I get it. This sucks. You're hurting, but it is time to move on, girl. Like before it's too late, Please. I'm worried about you. And she's like, this is you being my friend. Get out. <laughs> loses her mind and Susan's just like okay bye yeah forever I'm never gonna see you again because this is insane (laughs) so we see that Jerry's still around and I was like what the fuck Jerry yeah (laughs) what are you doing for some reason that this night both Dan and Betty in different households are watching It's a Wonderful Life, even though Christmas was like months ago. I didn't Christmas, Christmas in July, Bridget. <laughs> Why have you ever seen that in the background? Um, Betty's son says he wants to sleep in her bed with her. And she's like, okay. She wakes up in a cold sweat. She opens the nightstand drawer, gets out the gun, goes to Dan's house, walks right on in. Just o- opens the door. Yep. In on the Wikipedia page, it did say she'd taken the key from her daughter. Yeah, I could see her making a copy too. Like, oh, absolutely. Oh, show. Um, so she walks right up to their room. Uh, just as uh Linda's waking up, 
that he shoots her. She shoots Mm -hmm. Dan. Dan tries to get the phone. She shoots him again. And then she walks around, picks up the phone, plugs it from the wall and takes it with her. Yeah. So brutal. Like, yeah. Whoa. Then she calls someone. I believe it said, oh, it said on Wikipedia who she called. I want to say it was her daughter. And said, I finally shot him. I shot the bastard. Why would you call your daughter? That was her daughter that she called? I swear that's what Wikipedia said. That is like so dark. Let me just make sure I'm not making that up. Yeah, that's gross. Pretty much the end. Yeah, there's just like the little like she's in prison for second degree murder she's talking to like i don't know if it was a cop or her lawyer or whatever and she's like um yeah i have some regrets but no remorse and then she's like i regret that my husband was a piece of shit (laughs) what yeah my god oh yeah (laughs) after contacting her daughter lee and lee's boyfriend betty turned herself into the police wow and she says she went over there to kill herself and then she yeah, got scared. That's right. I don't. And then she's, I think she said the gun accidentally went off too. I think. She got, yeah, she got like scared because yeah. Linda woke up and said, call the police. Lady. Uh huh. I don't buy it. Is that what happened? <laughs> Betty. Well, yeah, Another this, name we don't yeah. know. Bets. Little bets. Bets. Um, I mean, it's a good one. It's a classic. Classic, yeah, it's classic. Can't go wrong with Meredith Baxter Bernie. It's true. Um, yeah, I don't know, guys. I got the Molly Grubs. Just a little sullen girl here in the winter. I don't have anything interesting. Oh, I want to tell you about my oh yes, guys. Okay, so I have my Apple Watch, and I can do a like a fitness competition. It's Mm -hmm. a week long competition. You can get up to 600 points a day. It's based on how, like how much you move, how many calories you burn and how many uh, hours you're up for the day, not whole hours, but like a minute, an hour counts as like one of the hours. Um, So I have been really into my like fucking workout game that supernatural fitness holy shit like i don't know if you can see it on here but like i have like (laughs) i have like muscles from boxing that weren't there like two weeks ago and so i've been very into it so uh one of my friends that i know um she will sometimes <laughs> challenge me to fitness competitions and I've not won ever against her ever. Right. She's like, cause I'm always like, Jesus, she is just constantly moving and grooving. I got into this and I'm like, I'm going to challenge her to a competition this week. And I had to work my ass off. I have to work my, like I have to work out for an hour and a half a day. So like, my God, it's crazy. It is crazy. Um, and I won the first week and then she challenged me again. 
But even in the first week, I was like, I don't understand looking at her numbers, how she's getting as many points as she's getting with the numbers she has. Mm -hmm. Like, it doesn't match up. She shouldn't be getting this many points. And I don't understand how she's getting them so fast. Like, all of a sudden, she'll just get like 300 points. I'm like, something, something's amiss. Yeah, something's going on. Something's fishy. So I won that week. And then she challenged me the next, the next, like a couple of days later. So I was like, sure, I'll fucking do it. And this whole time I'm like, she's fudging the numbers. Like I, <laughs> I brought it up at work. Like we all were like, what's going on? Like it was a deep dive figuring it out this morning. I figured it out. Oh, <gasps> you can set a workout on here. Cause like you pick what workout you're doing, cycling, walking, blah, blah, blah. But there's one you hit for other. And she always has other as a workout. So I was like, it's something to do with that workout. Mm-hmm. So I hit it today and it ju- you just let it run. Right. And it basically counts it as if you're doing a brisk walk for the entire time that you have it running. What? I got 600 points before I left work today when I'm getting them legitimately. <laughs> When I'm getting them legitimately, I I probably be getting it maybe right now. And that's after like jogging at work all day and doing like two, maybe three workouts. Like, so I figured it out. I figured it out and I did it today. (laughs) (laughs) And that's all I did. I didn't do any workouts and I, I want her to see. Like, oh, I figured I know it what out. you're doing. I yeah. know what you're doing. And then tomorrow I'm going to go back to actually le- like doing it legitimately. But it like pissed me off. It's such a weird thing to be it's dishonest like about. It's kind of a crazy thing to be dishonest about because yeah. this is a fake competition. You're not getting <laughs> a real medal or like yeah. a real badge. And guess what? I'm actually doing the workouts. So I look really good and feel really good. Like you're only cheating yourself by <laughs> lying about it. Like That's so strange. It's it's like it's a it's a I've been like pissed about it to where I want to like say something to her. But I'm I'm just if she challenges me again, I'm just going to be like, you know what? The only challenge I really need at this point is myself. <laughs> Yeah, like, that is, it's kind of sad. It's so dishonest and like sad. I know. Like, what's wrong, girl? You okay, girl? Why are you having to lie? Like, and also, you're the one that challenged me this week. Yeah. You didn't have to do that. I like, yeah, that's a it's like bummer crazy. for everyone. Yeah. yeah. It's fucking crazy. And I, it just like, it makes me laugh, but then I'm also like pissed about it. But then I'm also like, God, that's like sad. That's like, put, <laughs> Pathetic. And I just like, I don't know. It's really been rubbing me the wrong way. I don't know what to do, but like, I, I never really, I didn't trust her. Oh, like anyways. Before. So it's not like I was like, Oh my God, I've told her so many, like, I haven't talked to her about anything because I'm like, Oh, this bitch will fucking talk. Whatever. Told her so many secrets. My <laughs> <laughs> life is just full of hidden scandals. So many yeah, <laughs> this is like this is my big scheme. Probably <laughs> for the next three worst months. thing that could have I am gonna happened. tell I felt when I figured out how she did it. Oh, I was like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. 
I mean, it's pretty sneaky, sis. I mean, it's that's... pretty sneaky, and you did some good detective work. I would have been very pleased with myself if I figured that out. I was I was very pleased with myself. I just don't understand. It's like I put forth to a lot of people, and a lot of people verify it that like I'm a good detective. Mm-hmm. I'm very intuitive. I know when people are bullshitting me usually and like very good at figuring things out. So it's like I let everyone know this. Yeah, like don't bring your shit around me. And yet people, people want to test it. People like to I I don't know. It's just crazy. I just like the way I responded, which is like, oh, I'll just do that too. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Great. <laughs> You fucking bitch. Oh, boy. Oh, it was very funny. Though. So that's my uh, hot drama. That and my latch hook rug kits that I'm yeah. very excited about. I'm excited for you. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey, guys. That was a fun episode. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen Bridget as a potato. It really. Maybe I'll like the picture best fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you have to do like a video though, because okay. like when you do the big like batting eyelids, like hop around. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I'm going to do that. That sounds fun. All right, well, and send so it. Keep to an me. eye out for that. Guys. Send it to me when you're done, so I can I will, save I it to my phone and watch it every day. <laughs> okay well have a good week everyone please go get boosted if you have not already uh keep wearing your masks wash your hands uh learn to let go of your yes Yes. move on moving on is the best thing you can do for yourself like it's just get the free over it jesus find your jerry <laughs> Yo, he's gonna stick you had, around no matter. You had Jerry next to you the whole time, and all you wanted was Dan, who wants nothing to do with you. And you got <sighs> Jerry. Poor don't Jerry. Don't be a Betty. Yeah, don't be a Betty. Be a Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> but don't have a fart attack. Uh, okay, we've gone totally off the rails. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>